episode 13 of the Nick and Justin podcast. And you want we're going to talk about some MLB and yeah. some March Madness. This is a little Jazz McCormick. Yeah. Yeah, a little Ch- Chaz McCormick. Uh, we heard that he supposedly would be listening to the, our previous podcast episode. Yeah. To 12. You know. Yeah. We understand that we're popular, but... Yeah, yeah, you know. MLB players like us. Yeah. yeah. Even though I'm not a... Not a huge right. fan of the Astros. Yeah, you know, they, beat last, they beat the Phillies last year. Chaz, Chaz McCormick didn't make any credible play. Yeah. Then that was catch. Broke my heart. Was it game four? Game, game five? Because game four is no hitter. Yeah, if I were you know, to... If he ever does listen to this podcast... Yeah. And he ever decides to come on, we gotta ask him how that no hitter felt in game four. How I wanna, that felt in the, I want to ask him how that catch felt. Because that's definitely like... I want to ask him if he was on that 2017 team. Alright. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm actually curious about that. Yeah, let's... Yeah. How do you even spell Chaz? I don't even know how to spell the guy's name. C-H-A-Z. Oh. It's like Jazz. You know, Jazz. Jism. Right, we're going to ask him if he's the most stylish player on the Astros. Because him, Kyle Tucker, Alex Raiden, I don't know, Chaz or Cornick. Sneaky fella. But, um... Oh, no, sorry. It's C-H-A-S. Yeah. yeah, sorry. Our guy's got a wonderful beard. How old is this guy? 27. He's young. He's a young guy. But, um, how do you feel about Reese Hoskins, though? Getting hurt. Ooh, I mean, it's a, it, I, that's a I tough was, loss. I was on my phone, end of the day. Saw it. Like, oh, no, he's half of the year. Yeah. Uh, when I saw what happened and his knee just, like, blew out from under him, I knew yeah. exactly it was bad. Uh, it's like Chaz McCormick's going into his third year. Yeah. He's uh, drafted 2017. I just looked it up. Yeah, he's playing back-to-back World Series. Playing back-to-back against the Braves. Guy, guy just wins. Yeah. Guy just wins. I mean, when you have the Astros, like, the Astros are crazy. They are. I'm not a huge fan of them, but they're really good. They got that nasty pitching. Christian Javier. Um, Lance McCullers. Luis Garcia. Lance McCullers. Yeah. Is he? How's he doing? I know he's. I think got, he got blown up in World Game Three, but I uh, yeah, he's he's a good. I think he's been good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Hector Neris, who's uh, somehow turned into a phenomenal reliever. Yeah, I mean it's just it's the Astros are kind of like the Dodgers, like they just make the, any the player. Dodgers of the AL. Yeah, they Which just make any annoying. player into good. Like they're just making good. Yeah. But yeah, back to Reese Hoskins. Um. When you first saw, how how what do you think? It, it I did not think it looked that nasty, until like the way like the way he slid down, looked kind of like, like the way he got like fell down on the ground. I was like, uh, did not look comfortable. Yeah, uh, it, it's just a huge loss to be honest. People, it is. People can say whatever they want about Reese Hoskins about him having like not the best year. Him fielding is what, but. They're going to need Nick, Nick Cassianos to step up. Because no Bryce for half the year. Maybe like a month or two. Yeah. And then no Reese for full year. That's going to be rough. They, because this lineup with Reese in, you, could, you couldn't you couldn't, it was, you couldn't pitch around. But now, because you have Derek Hall, who can crush righties. I don't know about lefties, though, because he struggles against lefties. But... It's gonna it's gonna be a lot tougher now, cause they cannot they can't start slow, cause oh there's no more excuses. 
going to the World Series. Mm-hmm. You can't have what happened last year. And it's going to be really tough. Because you got to face the Grom first game without Reese. But yeah. Reese struggles against the Grom, so. Oh, no, he Everybody struggles against Schwarzer's. Yeah. Tell you, Bryson Stott, um, Schwarzer, Max Scherzer. Yeah. Max Scherzer oh. and Justin Verlander is just not even fair. But I feel like it's a, it's like a trade trade, though. You lose the Grom for Verlander. Yeah, I think. I think it was a good trade for both teams, theoretically, just because... Well, not a tra- it's like signing, but... You know. You know, they're training. It's a three-team trade. You know, trade. Yeah. DeGrom. Right. They got they got Scherzer and Verlander in return for DeGrom. I will say, Scherzer, Scherzer on the pitch clock, I do kind of worry about because he's been struggling a little bit with the pitch clock. Yeah, I, I saw that. Everyone's going to be struggling with it, though. Well, some pitchers are doing a lot better. Yeah. It depends how fast the release is. Like... I know some a lot of pitchers. Like how fast you set up. Yeah. Like I know uh, Luis Garcia from the Astros. Yeah. Speaking of them, he I know he takes has a long windup. Yeah. Um. Sonny Gray I know does. A lot of people do. It's just both hitters and pitchers are gonna be affected from the pitch clock. So yeah. it would be weird to see how that works out. But uh, March Madness. Another week down. Yeah. What a, what a slate of games it was. Miami came back and won. That was a great game. Mm-hmm. But UConn absolutely destroying Gonzaga. Gonzaga might it's like there's multiple overrated teams. Gonzaga, Kentucky. Gonzaga's the Bills of Whoa, college what are you fo- talking college about? basketball. They make it far every year and they just can't they can't finish Dogging it. Talking the Bills for no reason. Yep. Jeez. My best my best analogy. Best analogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Jets, not the Bills. Come on. Jets with Jet. Bills never Bill. But it is. Gonzaga. I can never say it. Kentucky is overrated now. I mean, they get every five star in the nation, in the world. And they can never. Only year they won a championship is Anthony Davis. That's it. Didn't they have Devin Booker, too? That year? They went 35 and 0 and they lost in the Final Four. John, I feel like John Calipari mostly. Mm-hmm. I mean, except for making the national championship in 2014, losing to UConn, or 2012, beating or winning the national championship, or making the Final Four. I mean, what else has he done? He got Yeah, he got Memphis to a national championship, but he's won in three in national championships. Or one in two. I get, like, he's a great coach and all. He's a regular season coach. Back to back years, he's like yeah. Back to back years, he's not made it past the second round. He's lost to teams like Kansas State, who I Kansas State was a fun ride. They're a good team. If you're Kentucky, the blue blood should not be losing to Kansas State, even though you're a six seed. Last year, lose to St. Peter's. That should not happen. St. Peter's, I I love that team. You don't know team. Uh, you don't know. You know none of those players who transferred away from that team did not make the NCAA tournament this year. Not even Doug Eddard himself did not make the national. Doug Eddard. Not not make the tournament. No. But FAU against San Diego State and Miami UConn are probably. I think this is good. For, this is great for college basketball. Have mid-major teams that are playing for the national championship. It I should, like that. It should not always be Duke. Gonzaga, all these teams, Kentucky, all these teams playing for Nationals here. No, it's called March Madness for a reason. The madness happens in March. I mean, 
Who doesn't want to see FA? Who doesn't see FAU hoist the national championship? Yeah, I don't. Then lose their coach. I like later. March Madness and all, but I just feel like it's too many upsets. As much as I love seeing upsets, it's too many. Can I tell you something? What's the name? What's the name? What's the What's the tournament called? March Madness. Yeah, it's madness. Happens in March, right? Yeah, but it still. Happens. Still. Still. But still. It's March Madness. There's no point in seeds if you're just going to lose to a 12 seed. That's or the point of March Madness. It's called one game. I think... If you don't play well in a half, see you later. It's, good. it's a fair point. It's, it's basically just whoever wants it more. I mean, Purdue was the most fraud, fraud fr- one team yeah. I've seen. No guys could shoot a basketball. They won't. No, they were. They were scared. Except Zach Eads. I'm surprised so. Alabama made as far as they did. I thought they were gonna be. You thought they were gonna be like one of those one seats that just yeah just fell off because it was like their first time in how many years since they made it to there. Well, they made it a Sweet 16 a couple years ago or eight against UCLA. But I do feel like they they were. I feel like Brandon Miller just. Did not come up mm-hmm. clutch. Did not come up strong. And yeah. There, there's a graphic on ESPN. They put the worst field goal percentage as a uh, player in March Madness history, and he was the worst player. He shot yeah. eight, 19 of 45. Or not even like that. Eight of It was something terrible. He yeah. shot like 30, 19%. 30%. It's just some players just don't play the same in the in tournaments or playoffs. I Let's... I have something to talk about, a little topic for NBA. NBA. LeBron James starting off, the, coming off the bench. I yeah. think this is a huge, just like checkpoint in his career because. His career. So, you know, it's the last second time he's come off the bench in his whole career. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's not. It's kind of a sign that. No, you saw John Morant come off the bench. Like, this happens when players come back from stuff. But I will say, the NBA is tough to watch now. Yeah. There's no like March Madness, at least they play defense. NBA they just let drive bys happen. Didn't matter what, what type of player you are. You could be the the twelfth man on the bench. Guy who's working at Home Depot scoring baskets. But um Well um, NBA, let's um let's touch on the Sixers a little bit. Sixers? Yeah. Alright, fine. Let's just you know, is Embiid winning the MVP? I think so. No, like in the in the ra- in the ladder right now, he's winning. Yeah. But do I think he's gonna win? No, they're gonna no. they're gonna they're gonna put Jokic. Yeah. Which I I don't I like Jokic. You know, should be three time MVP. I don't. I like Jokic, but I feel like people people Over. have so much bias towards the Sixers be just because they hate them. They say <laughs> Embiid is bad and he's worse than I think Jokic and Embiid are pretty much the same. I, one's a better defender, one's a better playmaker. Like, yeah, it just goes on and on. Mm-hmm. Like, they're washed. I mean, they're not washed. Like, they're terrible. I mean, like, they're, their skill set, they, like, they're even. One's a better... Yeah. One's a great defender, one's a great offensive player. Yeah. Like, and the people that say, like, Embiid gets most of his points off free throws. That, what's the reason for the free throws? Because people are fouling him because they're scared. They don't... They know he's going to score. They're scared of him. That's not yeah. his fault. It's not like it's LeBron where he's flopping everywhere. Yeah, the, uh, quick, uh, quick U-turn. Yeah. Now, the Bills just released their pictures of the new stadium. That uh-huh. was absolutely wonderful. I mean, oh, Bills Mafia's better go crazy in there. But back to the Sixers. 
I feel I feel like I feel that I can give him MVP, but I could also see why they give Jokic just because he's the first ever center to have a triple double for a whole year. Yeah, but I feel like he should win it just because how dominant he's been. So. Yeah, but just like, ha- imagine how Embiid would perform if he was on the same team as Jokic was. Like, if they swap places. Yeah. He would get so many more like rebounds, assist. He not many assists, but he'd get a lot more points and rebounds. The rebounds yeah. would be crazy. <laughs> I also feel like they won't be the same though as the six. I don't feel the like Nuggets would be the same team because you lose that playmaker in Jokic that you would do that Embiid doesn't do. And I feel like the uh, and I feel like the Sixers would be different without the defensive Embiid's. So I feel I feel like putting them in two different scenarios would be a lot different. I don't feel like Nuggets. I feel like Nuggets would be a little bit worse, mm-hmm. and and the Nuggets would be a little and the Sixers would be a little bit worse. I don't think they would get better. Yeah, I don't. I I think Embiid's impact defensively would hurt the Sixers because I don't feel like they have enough. I don't feel like the defense. Uh, I don't think Harden's playing defense. I don't. I like PJ. No, we T- know Harden's not playing nah, defense. He's not playing defense. PJ Tucker, I know, play defense. So they they traded Matias Thibel, who was a player of defense, but he couldn't yeah. score. I feel like for the Nuggets, they you don't get. Yeah, you get the defense, but Jamal Murray's not cooking like he always does. Yeah. MPJ ain't cooking like he always does without. Yo, it's just two balls. Yeah. With Jokic, he dishes the ball out. Yeah. He's got the he pump fake ball. Oh, back out. Kick it back out. Three-pointer. Yeah. Bang. Um, let's talk the, about... How do you feel about um Sixers and Tyrese Maxey? How do you feel about Tyrese Maxey? I feel like he's a good player. I, I feel like... I don't feel like he's the player that everybody says he is. Uh, he's like... I, I don't know. I don't... I don't... I think he's a fine third option. I just don't feel like he... I think I, see what he's doing. I think he's he's on track to be good. Yeah, he's on track. I just feel like it's been a little ups ups and downs, ups and daisies. Yeah, I agree. I he's had he's definitely had some yeah. some not so good times with the Sixers, but I think seeing his progression from where he started rookie year to now, All it's right. just like it's crazy. And he's people averaging twenty. Yeah, I mean that's pretty good for how old is he? Twenty. Twenty-two. Yeah, twenty-two. Twenty-two years old, averaging twenty points a game. How many assists? An assist, three and a half. I mean, that's. I mean, he's a, he's a solid. He's a he's a point guard, but he's really a shooting guard. Like, Harden's he's just not point. as tall. Yeah, Harden's the point guard. Cause he's the playmaker. He can play. Yeah. Max, he's that underside two guard. Mm-hmm. Which I th- I think I like Maxi. I think he could be a good player. I don't think he's going I think he could be up to an All Star level player. I just don't see him being All NBA like that. I I think he's a twenty to twenty three type scorer. Yeah, I I agree with you. I think he <laughs> shooting if he, around. If he were to 40. resemble like a player, it would probably be like I'm trying to th- mm, probably like Westbrook, <laughs> prime Westbrook. I feel like. He's gotta get that. He's gotta get the rebounds then. He's gonna get the rebound and assist. Well, that's not like the rebounds are just not there, but like the assists and the points, I feel like are gonna skyrocket. Yeah. Maybe like a prime Victor Oladipo. Victor Oladipo was not bad. He was yeah. He was nice. Well, Orlando's 
Not Orlando. Indianapolis. Victor Oladipo was a dog. Yeah. I miss Even like CJ McCollum. Just a better CJ McCollum. That, yeah, that's, that's Undersized. Two-guard. Scores. Can shoot. Oh, yeah, he, can shoot. he can He can dunk. <laughs> he can yeah. do anything. I mean, what happened to Victor Oladipo? So sad. It's that injury. Some trash. Trash paper play. Yeah. But, um... Seeing the... Oh! I don't... Seeing the Mavericks get knocked out. Dude, Luka... And Kyrie just has that thing to where any team he joins, it's just... Luka, I don't know how he's gone from being so happy playing basketball to being so sad. Mm -hmm. I mean, the guy went from the greatest time of his life just hooping at 25, 24, not even at 23. To Desmond Bain. Just always angry. Oh, what's wrong with Desmond Bain? (laughs) He's always starting stuff. All the time. I mean, he, he just... Him and Dylan Brooks. I cannot stand Dylan Brooks. Yeah. They always are starting stuff, but... I Not much as Desmond Bain. Dylan Brooks, though. Is the most, like, guy... He be wearing the... He be wearing those, like, wife beater type shirts. Yeah. I don't know if I should say that, but... Yeah. I, yeah. He's just what wearing they call those shirts that look like, man, I'm about to punch somebody. Yeah. Like, he, he just annoys me because he always tries to... He always wants to start stuff. All the time. Yeah. It's it's like Patrick Beverly. But Patrick Beverly's, like, funny. Yeah, yeah Patrick Beverly at least can, like... I like Patrick Beverly. I cannot stand Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks is the most... Yeah. Irritating player I've ever seen. I think Patrick Beverly is... It's just a good, great way, though. It just makes it so frustrating. Yeah, he, he makes it in a way to where, like... He's acting like he's, like, Draymond Green. To where he's nuts. But he's really not. Yeah. He's just an NBA player. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, he he got he got won the national championship. Uh, men's men's basketball for March Madness. Or? Uh, yeah, he got final four. A little early, you know. I want to say it's UConn. <laughs> That's everybody's pick. But I think it's gonna be FAU. I want it to be FAU. I want to be FAU. I would like to be an FAU Miami. That would be cool. The Florida teams. I think I did wish Crane was here so we could like a Big East showdown. Mm-hmm. But man, if we get a Florida matchup, be cool. Final four, that would be sick. Yeah, it is great. There's three teams that I've never. I did not believe Miami's never been to a final four. Yeah, but also, they're they're a football school mm-hmm. and a basketball school. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, I think I want FA to win, but it's probably gonna be. I don't know. I don't know who it's going to be. If who, UConn does not who win Who is it? it? UConn, I'd, Miami, FAU. San Diego State. San Diego State. San Diego State, yeah. No. If UConn does not win the Final Four matchup, I do not know who's going to win the National Championship. Yeah, I don't know. Like, if UConn loses, I don't know who's going to win. Because that, that team, UConn should win. They've been blowing the doors off. Yeah. Everywhere. I think UConn's going to win. I think they're just the easy pick. Give me FAU. Give me FAU. I want FAU to win because it'd be so cool. FAU would be the lowest seed ever to win a national championship. That'd be so cool to see. They would beat Villanova's record when they beat Georgetown. Yeah. In 85. Why not? Jim Nance's final game ever calling college basketball. Love Jim Nance. And it would be FAU hoisting. Yep. I like Jim Nance too. Dude, Jim Nance is so good. Him and that Waller guy. for his name. And I think it's Grant Hill also. Is it Grant Hill? That's honest. I think it is Grant Hill. 
Yeah. But um. But yeah. Yeah, I think that's gonna. Gonna, gonna end it off. Yeah, gonna end it off. Uh, if Chaz sees this, then we appreciate it. Yeah. Chaz, me, me, hit, me hit the podcast up, Chaz. Yeah. I'm the actor. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll be back next time.